0: everybody this is Faye,
1: and i am delacro
0: and this is terminal 234
1: it is it is welcome
0: back (laughs) i want to give myself a pat on the back right now because i got that right yeah the first time it's been a long time coming it's been a a long time to be happy and proud of myself good job good job (laughs) But anyway how are you how was your weekend
2: Oh weekend is
1: good man you know it's ramadan so we're fasting Mm -hmm. we're getting through it Mm -hmm. um we are closer to the end than the beginning so
0: I think this is day 20, right?
1: I believe it is. Yeah, so we're
0: we're about to be on the last 10 days. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. it's pretty epic. Yeah. Always goes by like super fast every year.
1: It does. It's one of those things you anticipate, you dread a little bit. At least for me, I dread a little bit. Like, Mm. oh man, am I ready? Mm -hmm. Can I do it? Mm -hmm. This. And then after the first couple of days, like you are completely used to it. You adjust and, you know, it, it really is a special time in a way it's hard mm-hmm. to explain to people that haven't been here yeah. because mm-hmm. you know because people always ask like how can you mm-hmm. do it and it's like you yeah, know i honestly don't know how i uh, could do yeah, it just... except that i'm doing it mm-hmm. and outside of this time when everyone is doing it like it is incredibly hard to do mm-hmm. like people that intermittently fast just because like for you know diet or reasons whatever. or whatever yeah. it's hard to do like i don't think i could ever do that mm-hmm. <laughs> which is weird because yeah. it's like well, i do it like a month out of the air mm-hmm. every year but outside of that window I don't want There's to, something about want the
0: <laughs> camaraderie you feel with like, all the other Muslims, and then again, like just like this elevated spiritual experience that he mm-hmm. feels during mm-hmm. this time of year. It just it does make it easier.
2: It does for sure. Yeah, it does. Um,
0: but yeah, anyway, um, I'm sure you'll hear more about that, guys, when it's time for us to talk about Eid and whatnot. But mm-hmm. moving on, do you want to go straight into quick hits, or do you have any other? housekeeping things or anything yeah let's
1: let's let's go to quick hits i mean thanks all right. to all the listeners for listening you know mm-hmm. we appreciate it mm-hmm. um as always i feel like we don't say it enough but you know share the podcast oh, with yeah. your friends and your family and randoms share it on your social media you know response to us let us know how you feel about any episode anything we talk about i feel like people listen but then they're kind of shy and like Telling us what they feel. It's like, yo, like, talk like, to us. Please like,
0: do. Hit we me would, with a we'll, random text. If you yeah, have my number, we would, we would
1: like to be spoken awesome. to about yeah. it, you know, and, yeah. you know, our social media is there for all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, we need to do a better job of plugging ourselves because yeah. in the world of podcasting, Wait, you okay. are supposed to <laughs> so plug yourself. So
0: see your Everybody? Terminal 234 comes out every single Monday. Make sure you play it, listen to it at some point during the week. You can also follow us on social media at Terminal underscore 234. Yes. Both on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Stay engaged with us. Share our content. Like our content. Mm -hmm. Comment on our comments. Or comment on our content. (laughs) And And our uh, comments. And our comments. (laughs) And yeah, do all that.
1: Yes. Nicely said. And... Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Please. It actually goes a long way yeah, because yeah, yeah. it lets other people that might have no natural connection to us see that there is this podcast that exists mm-hmm. and people actually like it. Because if you listen to yeah. this, if you've listened this far, you like our podcast. Like, stop playing. Exactly. You like our podcast. Even so, if
0: today's the first day you're listening, you will like our podcast. Yeah, so yeah, so for just five minutes or race. something. If exactly. you listen this much, you like the podcast. Exactly. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's that for plugging ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. shame, Mm -hmm. shameless plug. It's because
0: we were off last week, so we needed to come and over, (laughs) overcompensate this (laughs) week. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, and we appreciate the people that stick with us through the random, like, new episodes it's not on purpose but it is but yeah. it's not
0: you know, sometimes you need a break from time to time <laughs> of course, it is what it is it's, it's like you know when you call a sick day at work you're not mm-hmm. sick but you just need that break
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't know about that Yeah. You know, <laughs> if i'm sick i'm sick i don't
0: oh you know. never use a sick day nah, I use do your co-workers work or something listen to this podcast or something Why? No, i
1: make sure to never have any of my co-workers like know about this <laughs> i feel like i've mentioned it once or twice but like I'm, you know how you mention something, but, like, Hope you don't give don't, all the information. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hope
0: they don't follow up. Yeah. yeah it's yeah,
1: like, yeah. yeah, I don't want you to know mm-hmm, anything about mm-hmm. my life outside of work. Let's, <laughs> let's keep it separate. So, so that's, now why are
0: you lying then? You know you take sick days when you're not sick. Let's no, I don't.
1: I don't. I don't. Like I said, I'm what? always honest. I don't take no sick days. Like,
0: listen, if I go to work as much
1: as I can, if I'm no. not at work... It's because I'm sick. Yeah, <laughs> a mental
0: health day is a sick day. Okay, guys. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, in terms of our quick hits for today, where do you want to start?
1: Um, so I think we should probably start with the Derek Chauvin uh, verdict. Okay, yes. Um, we were not here last week, yes. like we mentioned, so we yeah. didn't get to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know kind of sooner it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the uninitiated, Derek Chauvin was a police officer who was responsible for killing George Floyd. Um, by the way that he killed him, kneeling on his neck, essentially. Mm. Um, and he was found guilty. He was found guilty.
0: On all three counts. On that all three
1: counts, which is really good. Um, it's yeah. one of those, like, big deals that's a big... It's one of those things, It's like, it's good news, but it's not good news. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that was my reaction mm-hmm. to it, was... And I saw a lot of people reacting that yeah. way as well, where it's like, okay. we shouldn't have to celebrate this because we don't want anyone to die,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: Okay. And we also, if someone does die... We don't want it to be, like, uh, we don't want it to almost be a surprise that, like, oh, he was found guilty. Like, it should be the norm.
0: Right. It should be the norm. And, like, to your point, like, a lot of people have their breaths held mm-hmm. for what would say, some would say, is a, like, no reason, if you will. Like, there was evidence. We all saw it happen. We all know the guy is guilty. But for whatever mm-hmm. reason, people are still, like, you know, waiting with bated breath. Like, is this going to happen or is it not? So, that's yeah. just... That's why people are like, I mean, as much as this is a celebratory moment, it also does shine a light as to the glaring injustices there are in the system.
1: For sure, for sure. And I think that it, you know, like you said, it's just one of those things where we, it should be obvious, but it's never obvious. It's in the past, based on history, it never works out that way, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, we can't get too invested and I know for myself I tried not to be invested at all I didn't follow the trial at all mm-hmm. I didn't watch or listen to anything mm-hmm. Um because I just wasn't going to put a lot of energy into it because mm-hmm. like essentially if he's found guilty as much as it's good that he's been held responsible the the deed is already done almost right. you know like because it's almost right. like it's almost too sad where like him being found guilty doesn't change anything for me and I always think it's interesting when you watch like movies or documentaries and stuff like that where like the family of the deceased is like, they want justice. and Like mm-hmm. they put all their energy into it. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of eerie. And like, to me sad, I've never been in that position, but I imagine that it's not as gratifying as they expect it to mm-hmm. be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like his family, when they heard their guilty verdict, they, okay, like sure. But like, they still don't have their family member, their exactly. father, their son, their exactly. brother, their whatever. So that's how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. That's why I stayed away from it. But I am glad that he was found guilty. Um, I know a lot of institutions are preparing for him to not be found guilty and what right. might happen. Um, so I almost feel like he was found guilty for America's sake <laughs> more than anything else.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah, right.
1: so mm-hmm. how about you? Any, any other reactions to it?
0: No, I think everything you said was well said. Um, I completely agree. Like, it feels like a weird, like, celebratory moment that mm-hmm. has a caveat to it. And it is what it is, though, like hopefully there's more of these to the point where it does become less celebratory and just more like okay as expected yes that's what happened
1: yes that's and that's how it should be and Mm -hmm. like you said we'll keep praying and working to make it that way Mm -hmm. um but it's a step in the right direction if nothing else
2: yeah right if
1: nothing else Mm -hmm. um switching gears a little bit there's um (laughs) there's a recent story in the nigerian movie industry Mm -hmm. the yoruba movie industry to Mm -hmm. be more specific um, that's kind of caught fire and had a lot of people on Twitter and just everywhere talking this week. Um, the the parties involved are, to me, not very well known. But people know them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, there's a Yoruba actor slash comedian. He goes by the moniker Babai jesha he, um, yeah, he was recently arrested essentially for um, molesting a 14-year-old girl. Well... Specifically, molesting a girl when she was seven, mm-hmm. and then um, they basically set up like a hidden camera type thing. Um, now she's fourteen now, so mm-hmm. she the abuse occurred when she was seven, and the the her caretaker is also an actress in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget her name; I have it written down somewhere. But basically, they did like a after the story came out, the caretaker, the guardian of the girl. She's not actually her mother; she's a guardian. She did, like, a hidden camera type of setup, invited the guys to the house, um, basically created a scenario where he would be tempted to, like, if he had, in fact, done something before, he would be tempted to try to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, she's 14, um, and apparently they that's pretty much, pretty much what happened was mm-hmm. he was doing abusive things. He was, you know, like, it didn't, from what we've heard, it didn't get to the point of rape, mm-hmm. but it got to the point of, like, he's, like, trying to touch her he's yeah. you know like just all those very very disturbing behavior um and he's been he's since been arrested because the police was called um and he arrested him he is currently in prison uh in jail whichever one's the right word is i always get them mixed up <laughs> <laughs> um but there's been a lot of hoopla because there's been a lot of people that have come out to condemn him but there've also been a lot of people that have come out and you know nigerians are funny They're basically been like Where's the video evidence? Where's the evidence? If there's a video, show us the video, which I don't really understand that. Um, But it just kind of goes, I thought it was interesting to bring up because it goes to the culture of Nigeria, right? The Nigerian culture where abuse is very prevalent. um, And a lot of times the onus of proving that something happened is on the abused, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's the girl and her family that has to come out and show video that this in fact happened. Like they're the ones that are, for the most part they're the ones that have been under the spotlight as opposed to the guy. And yeah. there was another actor that recently came out and Greg like, was given a story about how you know he talked to the guy and the guy said it's not true and basically we should wait for the facts to come out. Um
0: But in this scenario who has more to lose from the what's being said being true? Mhm. Like obviously I'm not going to take what the man who is in jail currently says exactly, right. as 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 um gospel. But um, yeah, fair for you to say that Nigeria has this issue, but honestly, it's just a worldwide global issue. Oh, it is, where for sure. The onus does always seem to fall on the victim. The burden of proof is always on the victim. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, even though logic would say that the person who's being accused is the person who has more to gain from lying, mm-hmm. somehow that's just never taken into account. And, um, again, people are always, I think, directing the conversation towards evidence
1: Ah, so just getting the ah. update that apparently the video was actually released i was hoping honestly i was hoping they wouldn't release the video because yeah, just, I, oh I'm, that's
0: so sad for i'm starting to
1: find that girls. yeah i'm starting to find that um the nigerian community um as a whole especially with like the increase of social media presence mm-hmm. there's like a sense of entitlement mm-hmm. like in america it's pretty bad but in nigeria it's like to me maybe it's yeah. just I'm um, because i've never seen it before it's worse yeah. like for you to think you need to see the video like who are you you're not the police uh-huh, uh-huh. the police can see the video and do what they have to do like uh-huh. why do we feel like we have to see the video so i'm actually very sad that the video was released but we're just gonna update that apparently the video was released today as of like this recording as we're recording it was released some hours prior mm-hmm. which is crazy. and
0: yeah again like the conversation always ends up being redirected towards evidence and prove it to me and blah 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 mm-hmm. as opposed to the matter at hand like yes why is it that the conversation isn't about yo this pro- prominent figure in some fashion is molesting or has molested a child yeah like that's kind of where it should stay for now
1: it should it should and like it's...
0: if you must talk about it that's where it should stay for of
1: course now. of course that's where it should stay and you know i just i hope everything is okay for the girl cuz you know, as... You know, it's kind of a, a story we've seen over and over where someone is abused and it affects their whole life, right? Because mm-hmm. they can't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. But it just rocks their entire being and they mm-hmm. struggle with life afterwards. And okay. that's kind of the story that was told. Was You know, she started to struggle in school. She she was just someone else after the fact, mm-hmm. right? Which is... We know happens. Mm-hmm. So, I hope that mm-hmm. she's able to recover fully. And, you know, I hope that they can just... Yeah, just let them be, man. Like, mm-hmm. And I hope that the... The way that we see things I hope it changes mm-hmm. right as a as a whole where we don't feel like we have to try to exonerate the accused mm-hmm. or you know defend them or anything yeah and you know I kind of like what's been said by a lot of people where it's like listen it's okay for you to say this other side of the story but it's completely okay for you to just not say anything at all That's like, what I mean. like just so don't say anything until we know more like just wait if
0: you're that if you're of that mindset mm-hmm. like, you need to know more to make a decision yeah sit back and wait to know more exactly like, don't now perpetuate this idea that we all must like be the the agents of truth and go find out the truth and get to yeah. the bottom of it like it's not really your place to do that and you know it
1: always happens too i think a lot of people a lot of men especially always have the idea of like yo this could happen to him mm-hmm. and i don't know if he really did it like what stops it from happening mm-hmm. to me or anyone else and i i can relate on that level but I think I just always go back to the confidence of, like, listen, if I haven't done anything, like, the truth will prevail yeah. one way or the other. Yeah,
0: I hate to say it. I didn't want to say this because I did think about it earlier. I'm like, yeah. a lot of times, those people who are like, oh, I don't know, da da they're projecting a sense of guilt in themselves. That's how I feel about it a lot of times yeah. because it's like you're putting yourself in that person's position and you can see yourself. I don't think you could ever picture yourself being in the guy's position that we're talking about. No, you being Dolapo because you no. just think that's just so far from you. Mm-hmm. So you're not looking. You're not. There's no crusade for you to like. Yeah, try there's and no chance that anyone sh- is gonna. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like those who do make it like their mission in the world to like tear down victims and like like because they see themselves members. in their exactly exactly
2: which is
1: also scary in itself. It is
0: very
2: scary.
1: I mean, like I said, I can almost relate a little bit because I can see, like, you know, on a, on a surface level. Yeah. But sometimes when you hear what the offenses are, it's yeah. very clear that, like, like you said, I can't see myself messing with a seven-year-old yeah. girl. Like, I, there's nothing I'll ever do to a seven-year-old mm-hmm. girl that would be in this kind of yeah. realm. Because, yeah. first of all, I'm just not thinking that way. And yeah. I'm also, the world i we live in. you have to be careful. Like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, you don't even want anything to look like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I'm... Me, personally, I'm extra careful, (laughs) like...
0: I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, my brother doesn't care if I share this story. But there is this time he was taking out, like, the recycling or something. Mm-hmm. And the little girl was playing outside. And she was really young. Like, I don't think even talking age. Okay. And apparently, she just started following him. So, he gets to the recycling place and turns around. And the little girl's right there. <laughs> He's like, um, I don't want anybody to think I carried this girl anywhere. Okay. He was like, okay. He's like, just follow me. Like, he didn't even want to hold her hand or anything. Right. Like, just stay. Okay. Just follow me. Like, guided her back to her mom. Like, mm-hmm. hey. Like. Like, this girl was following me. Like, he doesn't even want it to be misconstrued. <laughs> yeah. and he took some little girl and took her anywhere. Yeah, like,
1: because you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But at least, like like you said, the way he acted, the way he reacted to the situation, mm-hmm. even if someone was crazy and could not interpret that correctly, yeah, yeah. most people would. And mm-hmm. most people understand exactly. that, like, hey, like, you're doing the right exactly. thing you're bringing it back, as yeah. opposed to any other reaction. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that should be the first reaction, honestly. It's like, yo, I don't want to look crazy here. Mm-hmm. Like, let me make let sure. Me yeah.
2: Like,
1: I mean, like, it's just it's just wild. It's so, just, yeah. I hope that situation gets resolved yeah. um, for the betterment of everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hope justice is served, mm-hmm. whatever that looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. Moving on. We often talk about the Joe Biden podcast we here.
0: We I have think, an update for you.
1: Yes. In fact, we do. So, I think we talked about it a couple yeah. of episodes ago mm-hmm. where we talked about just um, just their friendship and how that kind of got in the way of things, and how they were um, the two main co-hosts with Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. They left for mm-hmm. a while, mm-hmm. um, so and it was a while. It was like a month plus, mm-hmm. um, but they're now officially back. And of course, they talked about it in the in the latest episode, and mm-hmm. they dealt with you know everything that happened. Um, did you listen to the episode?
0: I did. Yeah.
1: What were your thoughts?
0: Um. that everything I thought happened is exactly what happened in the sense that I do think Joe perpetuated the situation. Mm. Perpetuated might not be the right word, but I do think he's the architect of the situation. And Joe being Joe is able to rationalize a lot of his behavior Mm. um, that I don't think is necessary. Like one of the key takeaways for me was that because, yes, he is in a position of leadership, he, I think, abuses that because his personality type is also quite abrasive. Mm. So, it's just like, for instance, one of the things he apparently said to Maul was like, the podcast is none of your business. Or, one of the passive-aggressive texts he sent to Rory was, do me a favor, don't show back up, and then didn't choose to explain it after. Mm -hmm. Although Rory being a part of the scenario was aware, okay, I know this is based upon some previous tension and blah blah blah, but then joe didn't take it upon himself to maybe explain like pick up the phone like work on trying to express his feelings which are i'm sure valid Mm -hmm. and then rather than acknowledging that yeah i I probably fumbled the ball there he doubled down on it when he discussed with maul the issue and then and then we'll talk about this i'm sure a little bit later but when maul starts calling him on it again he becomes more defensive and again keeps doubling down on Mm -hmm. it and i'm like Hey, Joe, like, I realize that your feelings are just as valid as theirs, but you're not acknowledging... I feel like I don't think he took enough accountability. I no. don't think he acknowledged his role in the situation enough. I think he was too busy trying to defend himself on Mike, even though the other two took their responsibilities and also expressed their feelings. Like, you can do both. You can say, I I messed up here. Yeah. But, you know, but Joe, I don't think, did enough of the accountability piece.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's always... It's always hard as people when we're involved in a situation mm-hmm. because i think the most natural reaction all the time is to be defensive right, right? your first instinct is like no 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 like i hear what you're saying but no no but like, no like here I'm my not a perspective. person like exactly yeah. so i feel like you're right in that he tried to do a lot of that mm-hmm. um and i also think that you're right in that he has he's in a weird position mm-hmm. because he is for all intents from what it looks like mm-hmm. i don't know the inner
2: workings, but yeah. he looks
1: like he is the lead, He's yeah, the leader. For sure, for he sure. is the president, the CEO, whatever you want to I call it. I mean, it's it.
2: called the Joe Budden podcast, exactly, right? So he's <laughs> yeah. the
1: the star. He is the everything. Everything mm-hmm. runs because of him, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. It's not just him, but mm-hmm. it's him. Mm-hmm. Him first. Mm-hmm. But it's also a weird situation because he's doing it with his friends, yeah. and in your friendships usually, in like especially like true friendships, there's you don't have like a oh you're better than me typed in or like yeah. you're more important than me typed yeah. in. So. It makes it kind of weird because he has to balance out. Like, mm-hmm. yo, we're all friends and we're all equals as hosts, but I'm actually like we're not all equals when it comes to the podcast, podcast. because I have a more prominent role, role. right? Yeah. It's my name, like you said.
2: I and mean, he
0: said but, it's his life's work, so the way yeah. he approaches it is different from like a mall, who from the beginning has always been like I kind of stumbled into this, and yeah. it's great that I'm here, but. It's not he's not been pursuing this his entire life, of course, and like he's not holding on to this by all means possible. Joe exactly. is like he's like trying to make the wheels keep turning for as mm-hmm. long as possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, I, fair, like totally fair that Joe feels like yo, like given the position I'm in, there's certain decisions I have to make. There's certain mm-hmm. ways, certain discussions I have to have. Certain ways I have to go about discussions that y'all might not love. But to Maul's point, which guys take a shot for every time maul said respect in that podcast <laughs> i'm like okay well we get it respect respect but yeah to maul's point there was an element of disrespect there that i could sense like even on the podcast episode I'm like if this is how much he's willing to like not really take accountability i'm sure in real life when he was discussing with maul for instance and maul was calling him out on whatever hmm bad behaviors he was having i'm sure there was no air of accountability whatsoever i mean it's, it's like, what always
1: happens right yeah. so what always happens with like all the boy bands or the groups mm-hmm. is like one person is a clear star yeah. or is in apparently to the world mm-hmm. or to themselves or whatever mm-hmm. they see themselves as what makes everything go mm-hmm. and it just always causes issues because there's no equality and it gets to your head it gets to your head it in does. the sense of like you know basically like he Without saying it, because he's trying to be respectful, he basically told them, and that's what Mo had a problem with, yeah. right? After the fact. But was just like, yeah, this show will go on without that's you, it, and yeah. it'll be completely fine, and yeah. I don't want to be the person to be like, oh, he's right, but he is right. You know, and I know we talked about it when we talked yeah. about it before, where mm-hmm. I said that it is a natural thing that happens low-key, is you always have, you know, like, it'll be a different iteration, and it's not necessarily going to be better, but it's not going to die off because one or two of them are not there. It's, it will, act. it could, let me not say will, it could survive without those. And I feel like yeah. that, to me, from what I was listening to, and I'm, I know a lot of people on Twitter were, like, kind of joking about it, but I feel like that was something that really kind of irked Mo more than, not more than, but, like, on top of the disrespect, it was kind of, like, damn, like, yeah, so you really, I'm disposable, yeah. and you don't have, like, you're not, like, as a friend sometimes, even though you know someone is disposable, you might try to not let them see it so clearly. That's
2: what I'm saying. Like, you
1: might try to, like, you know, like, oh, like, I need you, but, like, everyone knows you <laughs> you don't need them. I mean, And, and Joe Bunn is kind of like, yeah, nah, like, nah, about, I, don't need I don't need you, and I feel like you should know that, and I'm... don't look at me differently for saying
2: it.
0: And that's what I was saying initially in the sense that, like, when I say he's abusing the power, I don't mean, like, he's, like, you know, treating these people like shitty employees or mm-hmm. anything. I just mean that, like, his personality type being so abrasive and just there's a lack I think of uh (laughs) like maybe sensitivity if Mm -hmm. you will in in his delivery yeah so like with that it does come off so disrespectful like even if you didn't fully mean it as you're completely disposable yeah you definitely delivered it in that manner and the person is in their full rights to receive it that way and then look at you different for it but don't mm-hmm. see like and that's why i keep going back to the accountability thing because with accountability it shows me that you're respecting me because you're respecting that yeah I have something to your account perspective for matters uh, yeah well. your perspective matters when you're failing to at least that's how i am in my relationships in life like i think there's some you know there's love languages there's something Mm -hmm. called apology languages and i don't know which mine is which one mine is yeah i don't know which one mine is but i know mine does involve like the person having to acknowledge their piece of it Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm very I can't I'm very uncomfortable with resolving conflict if both parties don't address what their part of it is Mm -hmm. like I I can't I can't be the person that's just like move on right Mm -hmm. so I think that's why I was so triggered by the way Joe was behaving because even for instance when Maul and Rory called him out on like you owe your friends respect. He's like, no, that was like you a don't very owe. Weird I'm like, Joe, you're really just trying to die by a thing you said now. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to them, you can obviously say, yes, I owe people, my friends, more respect than a stranger. Like, yeah. what are you saying here? But yeah. sometimes Joe just says something and he's like, I have to live and die by that.
1: And exactly, and like in the heat of the moment, I think yeah. as human beings, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. Just, we have yeah. different degrees. Right. We're like, you say something Mm -hmm. and in that moment like you're never going to back down maybe later you might be like all right you're right like i I was tripping but in that moment he wasn't going to and like i said it's just all him being defensive it was was it's all him being being defensive because at the end of the day it felt like they were basically like yeah it was your fault it was your fault it was your fault and even though they tried to i feel
0: like i genuinely i don't know if i'm being biased because again of how Mm -hmm. I see these people. But for instance, I feel like Rory a lot of the time was trying to be like, yeah, like I was acting like a fuckhead. (laughs) Um,
1: I think that he did. I think that he did. But at the same time, when you're being defensive, sometimes you don't hear that part of the story. You just hear the part of like, oh, you sent me that text and so I didn't come. Like, it sounds clear. Like no matter what else he put around that, that is actually what happened. So he's going to feel like, them I to defend them. And people already... Like you said, before the story came out, people already were like, yeah, it's his fault. Like, we are going to assume it's his fault. Yeah. And then... So he, he... You know, it's just yeah, when everyone is against see, you sometimes, I you see, be mad I do, defensive. I
0: will say that he, he did acknowledge that in a lot of the cases when he's shaking the trees there's a lot of moving parts and Mm -hmm. he has to realize that his reputation is always on the line and like given what happened with them it makes it look bad on him Mm -hmm. and like there's something for him to defend and blah 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 and i'm like joe this is something i said when i spoke about a few weeks ago i'm like at this point it's getting to be a, a point where you're the common denominator and as much as i do sympathize with joe as much as i do realize the role he plays mm-hmm. and, and the reason he does certain things and blah blah blah. I'm like, it goes back to just realizing that, hey, I do have my piece in it. And I just feel like Joe I don't know. Because it's like, yeah, you can be defensive all day. You were defensive with them already. Clearly they've had conversations behind closed doors yeah. and blah blah blah. But Rory called him out on the pod like, yo, you already said it's fine that this is this. You know what I mean? Why are you not coming on the pod and changing your tune again? Like yeah. It's like, what is the point of that? Like, you can clearly be defensive originally. You can talk through it, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, we're at a point where we're trying to resolve and you're Like, for instance, I want to know your your viewpoint on this. Do you think it's a problem that which will lead us to our main topic, mm-hmm. so we can just start it here and then we'll we'll shelf it. But do you think it's a problem, um, that mall kind of for Rory? and some of the, I'm gonna ask you about the different issues Joe brought up, but that was the first one. Um, what do you think? I,
1: I don't think that it was a problem at all. I think that um, it, it all comes down to your perspective, mm-hmm. and a lot of this mm-hmm. too, which I think we haven't really talked uh, talked about as much, is also like. You kind of did it actually, but it's actually like your delivery of the how. Yeah, it's not so much about the what, because the what in this, like, low key, was not that deep from all perspectives. It really but it's kind of the how, right? It's kind of like yo, if you're gonna tell your co-host not to show up, like, there's a way to do it that they're not gonna feel You'll... away, exactly. right? Or if you're gonna tell your co, like, you know, if you're gonna tell your co-host that, like, hey, listen, you, your opinion is not as relevant to this part of the conversation. Even though you probably shouldn't say it, but there's a way you could say, you it, where, say like, it where, like, you can say it politically yeah, correct, yeah. but a lot of times, like, I feel like in the world that we live in, you know, you want to be real, and sometimes people think that being real is just saying things with no filter, and right. that's not, like, a thing, like, it's stupid. So, I think that's really what i um, okay. here.
0: So, thank you for that, and we'll shelf that again for maybe further discussion, but... Outside of that too, did you think it's a problem that they took the six weeks off or whatever? Like how Joe kept saying, You left your job, you abandoned it, blah blah blah. Like did you did you think he was valid and how he broached that?
1: Topic? Um, so I think that he had a point
0: mm-hmm. in
1: trying to explain to them that yeah. it's You
0: have it's, a contract. <laughs> you have a
1: contract and I think they put all the responsibility on him to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Which is what I think he was trying to say. <laughs> mm. Um
0: but I will say, and I completely agree. I'm like, he's saying, "Yo, bruh, like you all have a job to do. You have mm-hmm. fans that you're responsible for. This is an operation where you're employing people. Blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. But I also agree with them in the sense that it sounds like it didn't have to be a six-week hiatus.
2: Of course, of but course. Joe
0: didn't prioritize mending things. I think.
1: But I think I that think I, see part, what you're
0: saying and I was gonna, I, I want to say, I think in part because Joe is like. Let me prove a point to you. This can keep going. I'm still going to employ people, whether you guys show up or not. So when you're ready to come talk to me, we can talk. That's why he got on the mic originally and was like, oh, I think this is good. let's give it a month or blah, blah, blah. Why are you giving it a month? Who's to say it needs a month?
1: Right? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But I also think that it's it's also one of those where it all, it all comes out to perspective. Hmm. From his perspective, he's looking at it like, I haven't done anything wrong, so... You guys mm-hmm. have, like, your issues with yourself. So you figure out your issue, and when you're ready, come back. Like, that's, but you that see how that's fans. flawed, though? Well, no, because of course it's flawed, but at the same time, too. I also see how the responsibility of fixing it is not just on him. It's not. Like, Maul can't just be like, all right, I'll just be in my house till you want to call me. Like, it doesn't I agree. work that way. Like, I agree. especially when you have a joint venture, like, you sometimes, you, like, you have to put, no, but sometimes you have to put pride aside and you have to deal with the situation head on because then if you don't you can't really put all the blame on the other because that's basically what they're like i think that's what he was trying to fight for it was like hey listen i understand parts of what you're saying but you guys could also have done more like don't just tell me like yeah, also agree. if you go if you look at from his perspective like he's trying to keep the show going he has to like he's busy yeah, so yeah, you I have agree. to it, it takes all parties
0: involved at the end of the day To fix it, I I one thousand percent agreed, and even Rory was like, I I understand the show must go on. Like he wasn't really dying on that hill by any means. But I guess what I mean is that it's I didn't hear Joe say anything along the lines of it took all of us. I feel like he was just like y'all were acting like little bratty kids, mm-hmm. and you should have just sucked it up basically and come to the table and i'm like that's again that's not how you approach it like you have to it's, acknowledge it's everybody's the,
1: it's the approach roles. he does that like
0: anyway <laughs> I
1: think also comes from his background like he's yeah, not yeah. necessarily from a place where he's had to approach things like that, yeah right and he's kind of gone away or he's been fine yeah. approaching things the way that he does, he does so yeah. it's going to be hard for him to like listen or adjust and be like oh like you have to be more politically correct. You have to be more diplomatic. You know, you have to use... um can't think of the word right now. But, like, you just can't be so direct sometimes. You have, you have to like tact. Tact, yeah. that's the word. Like, yeah. you have to be tactful in the way you do things. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: He's
1: going to have to adjust, but it'll probably be hard for him to because he's never had to. Yeah. So...
0: <sighs> anyway, I mean, as you guys can tell, I'm pretty critical of Joe um, at this juncture just because I feel like it's just... It's just a reoccurring event, and when it starts penetrating your inner circle, it's something to consider. Like, what am I doing? Where is my role in this? And I was fully prepared to open up the episode and hear Joe say, yeah, this was my piece. You guys also messed up. Let's. But it felt like it was a lot of, y'all are brats, y'all are doing this, and great that you're back basically but yeah. that's just my
1: view ball. yeah it, it was it was weird because like you said it didn't feel like it was resolved mm-hmm. i felt like it was yeah it was more of rory being like all right well i'm in a better place yeah. and i accept you for who you mm-hmm. are and all your flaws mm-hmm. and ball being like i'm here right. because rory's here that's what it sounded yeah, like to me <laughs> yeah. so i feel like there's definitely still some tension there yeah. but you know it's it's life and hopefully they get it resolved I for do, so. their yeah. own sakes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um definitely. shall we do some some uh some music yes some music.
0: Um, is it weird or bad that my shout out is a song i haven't listened to um we just happened to talk about it before the episode started okay. and it's on the docket to listen to but i okay. do want to bring it up here since it is what's the song it is um worthwhile it's the song with jay-z and jay um and nas okay uh, i think it's
2: called sorry Valley. not sorry if i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken
0: mm-hmm.
2: Oh, oh. sorry not sorry Don't mind me living a dream living a dream Yeah
0: Came from Yeah, that sounds right. Okay um, and I bring it up here just because I, I liked where we um were going when we talked about it before we got on like mm-hmm. in the sense that like it's more of the same. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that interesting or enticing, like you would think, like Jay Z, Nas no, in the same song, blah, blah blah blah. But there's a reason I didn't run to it, and I think it's we've kind of what you're it. yeah. Yeah. we've heard it,
2: yeah, we've but, heard, heard it. Yeah, but it's it's a decent
1: song. I mean, they they rap because they can rap, so mm-hmm. they rap really well, and the song is good because I mean it's well produced yeah. and all that good stuff. But it's not gonna be a, I don't know, it's not it's not gonna change anything it's a in the world, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's not
2: going to be that.
1: but it's a good song. Um... I'm also going to sh- shout out music that I haven't really listened to completely. <laughs> okay. Um, but I feel like I've talked about this artist before. He's a Nigerian artist. He mm-hmm. goes by Black Bones.
2: Yeah, you can um, talk
1: about him. He's like a rapper. He sings sometimes, but he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very interesting character. Um, so he just released an album called Sex Over Love. Bam um, bam bam tell her the way you bendy bendy
2: bendy bendy afi fendy bendy fendy fendy when you whine up and you like I dey mya for your mother but you naka
1: she dey naka oh God okay. so it's a, it's a quite interesting I okay,
0: that's an enticing topic
1: exactly right he's he's a very the like title. interesting character he's one of those people that like has just he just knows how to use the internet, so he uses it very well to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's doing quite well for himself. So yeah, I would say check that out. I'm going to be listening to that this week, and okay. hopefully, it's good. I kind of see the vibes of it, and I think it's I think it's going to be good. I've seen a lot of praise on Twitter, but you know, Twitter is not always that reliable for real information. Right. Um, so yeah, there you
2: have it.
0: Okay. So our main topic today we've teased a bunch already um in our quick hits um it does kind of relate to a lot of what we were talking about with the joe budden podcast Mm -hmm. and the topic is objectivity versus loyalty yes right indeed and um i think to open it up we might as well you know continue a bit on the conversation with um joe and co and company Mm -hmm. um and then you know build from there um and i think the two points of loyalty which we kind of brought about in a way um already is first off from joe's point of view maul maybe taking rory's side or however you want to word that and then from maul's point of view which we didn't talk about this as much having replacements come Mm -hmm. um in place of maul and rory Mm -hmm. um so those are two means of yo Are you really not going to stay loyal to what we have here? Right. Um, And where does objectivity play a role? Yeah. So how do you want to approach it? Like, which one do you want to start with?
1: Um, I think we can start with the replacement. Okay. Um, Just because for me, I think, I don't know if you agree, but for me, that's, like, a lot simpler. Yeah. Um, Regarding, like, I don't look at that as a loyalty thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I can see how from Rory and Mo's perspective, obviously, they're going to be, like, primarily malls right because rory kind of understood as Mm -hmm. well um i could see how it can look like there's no loyalty there Mm -hmm. but it's also about the show must go on and it's not always it's not a nice feeling obviously like no one wants to be a part of something and see that then move on without them against their will right because it's not it's different when you choose to leave Mm -hmm. and you're happy and it's Mm -hmm. like yo go ahead and do your thing like it's different when it's like for whatever reason you leave but there's friction there. You don't leave in a good note. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily want to see it go on and be completely fine without you. Right. So I understand that perspective. But I don't. I don't think that was a decision about being loyal and mm-hmm. not loyal to them. And I think that they did a good job of always making it known that it was supposed to be temporary, temporary yeah. right? So it was like, oh, this is temporary. Like they're not here for long. They're not here forever. And the people that came to replace them were also on the same wave. You know, like they weren't. I didn't feel like they were trying to do too much or trying yeah. to, like, take their spots yeah. or, like, you know,
0: they kept everything I don't think they were the trying same. to, like, win over the audience or anything. Exactly. I think they were just, like, I'm here for a specific reason. I'm playing my role. And when yeah. it's time for me to bounce, I'm ready to bounce. Yeah.
1: And I feel like the audience appreciated yeah. that about them because yeah. it was, like, they were in a top position and they did their best to not ruffle any feathers, you know? Like, they didn't really speak on anything out of turn, right? Like, they didn't. They were like, yo, that's your issue. We're just here to help yeah. you and that's that so yeah. i didn't i didn't look at that as a loyalty
0: um, thing yeah i agree i agree i agree with joe when he said that you know what like we had to do what we had to do i mm-hmm. was scrambling and that's the result of the situation at hand i think the reason i bring it up as a loyalty issue is that i think while is like we built something together you should stay kind of loyal or hard fast on what we built unless it can't be fixed type mm-hmm. of thing it's like why aren't you why isn't there an allegiance to what we had um like he felt like there was a little bit of betrayal there Mm -hmm. um i mean to the point where he unfollowed joe for it i mean he said it's because it was like nasty and like what he was seeing the content wasn't great whatever but Mm -hmm. i'm like if you let like to your point if you left on great terms and you just feel like the co-host they found in to replace you weren't great. I don't think he would unfollow you. Just no, be like, not oh, at all. Damn, I mean,
1: you're... he obviously, his feelings were obviously hurt by that. Yeah in, his, yeah. in his um way of being, he's never going to say that specifically. Mm-hmm. But his feelings were hurt. Yeah. And his feelings were hurt because to me, from my perspective, it was completely fine without him and the content was still uh, there. So I did think Did you that... listen
0: to the episode? I did not, I literally did not listen to one full episode. With
1: I listened, to, I I listened listen... to episodes that they were there and it was fine. I feel like I told you, like, I told someone... I listened to a couple episodes all the way through. Wow, I okay. felt like it was refreshing because it was different voices. New perspectives. New perspectives yeah. And it was just it was a completely different vibe. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like that's why I said the reason it worked was they weren't trying to be Rory and Maul. Mm-hmm. They were themselves. Mm-hmm. So it was like a lot older because mm-hmm. yeah, they're a lot like older. It's
0: just like one is forty. So the conversation was, was a lot
1: older. 40, exactly. Yeah. And just everything was just different. But mm-hmm. it was fine because It's okay for it to be different. So I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't feel like a sense of allegiance of like, oh, this is trash, like, Mm -hmm. because they're not there. Like, I felt like, oh, this is okay. Like, maybe it wouldn't have lasted as long. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe it was only interesting and refreshing because it was like a novelty aspect to it. But right. they, it did have the aspect, and it was completely fine. I
0: think it's because you I think it's because you knew it was temporary. you were also maybe more open to it. Maybe. I feel like if you if these were like the for sure replacements forever, mm-hmm. you might I think maybe approach it with a little bit more skepticism. like can these people really hold my attention for mm-hmm. a while? because um, even before this, I feel like you weren't listening to the podcast as much. I wasn't So no. clearly it kind of drew you back in. And you we were like, okay, let me see what's going on here. Let me like follow a little bit, whatever. But I don't know that it's, it would have been sustainable for them to do this. Yeah,
1: I don't, um, I don't know about the sustainability, yeah. but like I said, it was for me. I thought it was refreshing. Yeah. And I know people on Twitter again, they're trolls, and they like to say stupid things they don't believe. But from the reaction I saw on Twitter, people were not that mad about them being there. Like even like I saw a lot of people. Like I said, I don't know what's real and what's not. But a lot of people that are like, oh, Rory and Mala back. I'm not listening anymore. Like, there was a lot of that type of reaction. Um, and yeah. I, like I said, a lot of it I'm sure is fake and kind they're of, just trying to get attention. But there was a legit, like, I don't know what their numbers look like, mm. but I don't think their numbers I would have suffered that much. Like, I feel know. like they were completely, I feel like they were completely fine without them. Which I'm so curious to sucks. know what the numbers
0: <laughs> were like and whatnot. I, 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 I err on the side of it probably wasn't as strong. I really don't. I think it's still a popular podcast. Like, it's still going to be successful regardless. You right. know what I mean? But I don't, I'm, I don't know that they were making, you know, hitting the same numbers and marks. But who knows? You could be right. It might just have dipped a very tiny bit. Yeah. I just, I, I, I have a hard time seeing that. And, um, When I say I didn't listen to any episodes and blah, 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 it wasn't really because of Ish and Ice. I feel Mm -hmm. like I already wasn't listening as much. Yeah. But I was, I was waiting for the episode Rory and Maul came. So I would play like, you know, the first 15 of like every episode. Just to see if they were back. Just to see if they were back, just to catch a vibe, to see if there was anything interesting. And I wasn't, I was, it never sucked me in enough to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that it's Ish's and, um ice is fall i just i also have a lot of podcasts i could listen to in the meantime mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i could easily patiently wait i wasn't like this is my one podcast on rotation yeah. so yeah anyway what um i think we can now kind of move on a little bit off the Joel. but do you want to speak a little bit to the um the more like rigid loyalty piece that yeah i thought Joel, the but, um,
1: yeah the more pertinent thing was um there was a part of the conversation where um The way that everything unfolded, which I feel like we haven't really said Uh necessarily ourselves. Uh Um, But basically, Joe Budden told Rory not to come to the podcast. Uh He basically gave him a vacation, Uh an early vacation. Uh And Mo was like, well, if he's not showing up, I'm not showing up. That's like an oversimplification, but that's essentially how it kind of worked out. Um, And Joe felt like you owe me loyalty. Like, you can't... Like, basically, Joe was like, I've been friends with you longer than you've known him. Like, I brought you guys together. I'm the middle party. Mm -hmm. You guys didn't know each other, per se. You know each other because of me. Mm -hmm. And you've been friends with me longer than I've been friends with Rory. So why would you pick Rory's side if there was a disagreement between me and him? Um, Which I thought was very interesting because there is a world that that makes a lot of sense. So what's your opinion? Like, do you think that there's any credence to... Um yo, you know this person longer, that's your... Like, in, in the real world, outside of the podcast, that's your friend for real versus yeah. this person that... Okay, like, now you're friends, but, I mean, I feel there's like, a difference.
0: Um, I feel like I get a, in a bit of trouble about this often because mm. I I am a perpetual dev- devil's advocate or, like, an objective point of view is usually the point of view I lead with. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, for some feels like a slight so for joe i completely see what he means like like to your point i've known him for longer we have a relationship that's built on x y and z mm-hmm. just like if i was at a club and somebody jumped me you don't need obje- you don't need objectivity in that sense you would just jump in and help mm-hmm. me out so mm-hmm. it should kind of be the same i would think um in this dynamic but i think the difference here is worry is not a stranger Rory is a friend of Maul's. Yeah. Maybe not as close, but a friend of Maul's as well. Mm-hmm. So Maul does owe him respect mm-hmm. to the point we were making earlier. And by owing a friend respect, you need to hear them out just as much as the other friend. Like, just because I have more years with you doesn't mean Rory doesn't deserve my, my support either. Yeah. And then to, to the point that they kept making on the podcast it's like this is also a machine that runs based off of the three of well i guess the four of us um Mm -hmm. including park so once one parks so once one isn't there the dynamic is off so i'm also addressing that like it's like i would feel weird if me and you had tension and miriam just kind of didn't even acknowledge it like just kind of just or just okay let's say me and miriam are closer than you and miriam let's Mm -hmm, say right mm -hmm. and mia you had tension and miriam immediately just came to my side didn't really address where you're coming from even though you and miriam clearly have a relationship and then again the three of us are in this together. So if one, if the dynamic is off between two of the pieces of the triangle, mm-hmm. that throws everything off. So I would feel weird if Miriam didn't take it upon herself to see your point of view mm-hmm. or to try and make it work for the sake of the three of us, for the sake of the greater good, for the yeah. sake of the podcast. Yeah. So I can't see why Joe didn't realize that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, that's just not how I see things. Yeah. How do you see it?
1: I mean, I generally kind of agree with you. I mean, I'm also the, I always try to be the objective person however much I might not (laughs) be but I I mean I really do like I run into that issue all the time of trying to be objective and then like people don't. People don't. Honestly, people are selfish, and yeah. people will see things from their yeah. perspective. Yeah. And people do not appreciate you trying to be objective when they're mm-hmm. going through something. Like mm-hmm. that's just the truth. That's
0: just the truth. Like
1: people do not want you to be objective. I'm coming to you
0: to Which come and agree with. I
1: really me. struggle with. Like I struggle yeah. with someone yeah. telling me about their conflict with someone else, and like in my head, like I'm also like you said, like devil's advocate. So in my mm-hmm. head, I'm trying to see the other On person's side. perspective because yeah. I'm like, you understand your perspective. Yeah. maybe if you understand other person's perspective a little better maybe the issue won't be as big i run into issues with that all the time because i'm like and the person will be like yo like are you on my side i'm like i'm not on anybody's side like i'm neutral but (laughs) people don't like that
0: and people really hate that people don't like Uh, that. just yesterday funny enough me and my mom were talking about it and there's a term in yoruba land tackle like i'm you're tackling your parent to uh, so my mom if i don't immediately agree with her like mm-hmm, immediately without mm-hmm. even considering the others she's like you're tackling me i'm like i'm not tackling like meaning betray basically <laughs> yeah and i'm like what i'm really just trying to have you acknowledge that hey the other person received it this way oh, like yeah, no, maybe parents that
1: wasn't don't be that, and
0: what? it's not even just like well like even my friends but i actually will say yes although it gets me in trouble in the sense that like people feel like i'm here to vent like i'm here for you to agree with me exactly and nothing else I think it also helps because I'm also not the friend that like will ever push you to make rash decisions, Mm -hmm. right? So like, let's say you have a conflict with somebody and um, it's on the table that you can cut them off. I'm not gonna be the friend that's like, yeah, fuck that person, like go go cut them off, blah blah blah. I'm gonna be the friend that's like, okay, hey, like I understand your point of view, but here's their point of view, and let let's see if we can progress. I mean, of course, unless they're you know a person's absolute trash and is doing crazy shit, yeah. But like, I think there is there is um value in objective there's a lot of
1: value i think and you know to the point we're making even though people don't like it mm-hmm. i think that people that kind of can think and are not like completely wrapped up in their own world yeah will eventually appreciate it yeah right maybe not in that moment like mm-hmm. you said in that moment they might be like that's not what i want to hear right now but over the long run like that's what they need to hear, mm-hmm. right? And I do think that there's a matter of timing, yeah. right? Because that's yeah, also something sure, else that comes for up. Because sure, um, sure. something that's popped in my mind is like we play soccer. Mm-hmm. I have a, a team we play soccer mm-hmm. with, you know, small boys mm-hmm. playing soccer, <laughs> and we get into a lot of conflicts. You know, I don't know why. It's not because we're Africans, but we get into a lot of conflict with yeah. the other team, with each other, with the referees. Mm-hmm. But specifically, whenever we get into conflict with the other team or with the refs, like. Whenever I say conflict, I mean to the point of people feel like they're about to fight. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any fights, mm-hmm. but it feels like, yo, we're about to fight. Like, da da da. Don't talk to me. Don't mm-hmm. do this. Like that kind of thing. I'm always the person on our team, at least one of the few people on our that team that's like, yo, guys, like, let's calm down and like, like, let's let's not all just jump in and mm-hmm. defend this person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't defend them, yeah. But let's try to figure out what happened, cause. I, I'm just always more scared of blindly following yeah. someone yeah. when you don't know what happened. Exactly. Like there's been situations where someone is like, yo, the ref said that um we're acting like animals, that's racist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I didn't hear it. Did you hear it? And at the end of first, there's a whole conflict, 10-15 minutes, yeah. everyone is angry, the rate, the ref is racist, blah, blah, blah. At the end mm-hmm. of the day. We're trying to figure out who actually heard it it's one person but it's the one person that's like <laughs> super unreliable and it's like yo so are we really like to me yeah. i'm like yo guys do we really want to label this guy racist because yeah. of like this one person that like i don't i'm not telling you he's lying <laughs> but like if anyone was gonna like hear something wrong yeah. or makes like it's him yeah so like why so i'm always scared to jump to conclusions with mm-hmm. anything and especially when it comes to like judging someone, like you said, or picking a side, because sometimes you can't really go back on those things. Like yeah, you can like
0: If if Mall, for instance, took the side of Joe immediately, without yeah. considering Rory's feelings, who knows where the podcast would be? Because Rory might then start feeling some type of way, feel slighted, feel like oh, like, he would you're feel not left out. Connect. He would feel like the odd man exactly. out. Exactly. Um. And so yeah, that dynamic could be damaged for good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, again, there is credence and need for objectivity in many cases because it really prevents things from escalating when mm-hmm. they need to mm-hmm. um like when you're so in your own head and your own feelings you can make anything real like you could like if you're like i've decided that that person is jealous and mean and envious and whatever mm-hmm. and that's what's driving them and i'm completely right then you're just not you're you're gonna end up living with that as the truth, even if it isn't the truth. Like you're mm-hmm. not even going to entertain a world where oh, the person just felt X, so they did this. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And yeah. Well, who's that serving? Yeah. You Have can you... come to the same conclusion though after objectivity. You of can, course, you know. Of course,
1: but... like it's it's not being objective doesn't mean that you're choosing the middle and yeah. like that's it. Yeah. It means you like you said, it's more like you're trying to choose the right or right. the truth exactly. over like. Opinions, or yeah. you know, because people have different perspectives. Like, we can, there's, it's possible for there to be conflict, but both sides feel like they're right, mm-hmm. and both sides have legitimate cases as to why they're right. And if you just look at this a little bit differently, both sides can be wrong.
2: Yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like it's
1: all just about perspective yeah. Yeah. like it's if you tweak one little thing it's like oh i didn't know that oh you were having a bad day like well if i had known you were having, like yeah. all those types of things that we don't consider because yeah. have you ever heard, heard the
0: thing like there's three sides to every story of course yeah that's, so it's basically that's that that's basically what we're saying here yeah. like for anybody who has not heard it it's like there's your side my side and then the truth somewhere in the middle um and yeah the truth might skew one way more than the other but still there's so much perspective coming from both persons so um it's really good when there is a third party who doesn't really have a like a a leg in the race like and they're just trying doesn't choose right because sometimes you do but you
1: like try your best not to. Not right? Cuz yeah. something like if you if your brother gets into a conflict with yeah. conflict with one of his or friends it, that you yeah, don't you're know. Right, yeah. You're on your brother's side in general, mm-hmm. but you're going to hopefully you try to be in the middle. Right? You try bit, not to yeah. be as biased as you naturally yeah, are. But be, yeah. it is also natural like you have those biases because you know who you know. Mm-hmm. And you're on their side like worst comes to worst, like you said if there's a fight in a club in a random location like you're picking their you're side. You're picking the side of the If That's right, what yeah. has to happen. Um, like
0: yeah no goodness gracious I just lost my train of thought I'm so mad I had a point I wanted to lead us into oh you had just told me not too long ago I think you even mentioned it kind of on the pod that you recently um, had a situation mm-hmm. where the person you were kind of in the middle you mm-hmm. you wanted to be objective but they weren't looking for you to be objective now would it change in a, like actually how about we start here was the scenario something. Like about a person, like a girl, or like a like Honestly, soccer sports. It, it, that exactly, type of
1: thing. it like, was like more sports and like literally the most non
0: non to
1: me. It, thing so in life. L- let <laughs> me put it this way: it's like we're having a friendly conversation, mm-hmm. or we're all hanging out or something. Right. This is not exactly what happened, but I'm just you know yeah, freestyling yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And for whatever reason, let's say there's this person who we're all in the same place, so mm-hmm. we're all kind of in the same circle, mm-hmm. but he's like kind of the person that we don't know as well Mm -hmm. so he's not really a friend Mm. and he he expresses himself about my friend Mm -hmm. basically like yo i don't like what you're doing let's say like Mm -hmm. i don't like what you're doing why are you doing that and it's not a big deal for me as a third party it's not a big deal at all because what he's saying is right and that it's okay to feel aggrieved but it's also not that big of a deal for like it to be a whole conversation like it's, no, it's just not that deep sorry
0: i think i lost you for a second so let's say me and miriam are the ones in the situation okay like you're saying that let's say i'm the outsider phase the outsider miriam okay person so
1: basically know. we're all hanging out right yeah and then you say something like you just don't like something that miriam said that's mm-hmm. it so you so you're like oh miriam like i don't agree with what you just said like uh-huh. that's not okay. why would you say that okay and but i i agree with you in saying you're that really, like I agree with you in that, like, I think you you're right. don't
0: really like what Miriam said either. But
1: it's not even so much I don't like because I know Miriam. I understand why she said, said it, it yeah. and even though I can see how someone that doesn't know Miriam mm-hmm. would feel away about it, knowing Miriam, I can see how it's not really as bad as you mm-hmm, might think mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. But I understand your perspective as you don't know Miriam, so, so you, you feel away about it. To go exactly. Off of, yeah. okay. So. Miriam then takes offense to you saying anything to her. It's like, yo, why would you ever? No, no, no. Like, who are you? Like, you don't know Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, Miriam, I feel like you escalated the yeah, situation. Yeah. Like, I'm putting more of the fault at your hands because mm. you didn't have to escalate. it. You mm. literally could have just been like, yo, relax. Like, it's not. Oh, you know, just explain yourself a little bit more as opposed to going straight for like, for the, you don't know you me. Exactly. Yeah. But um, then Miriam is now mad at me because she's like. She didn't say it that way, but it feels like the reason that she's mad is because she feels like I should just. You're ride supposed with her to be like, regardless. yeah, you know,
0: I don't. We don't know you exactly. Like that too, like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I, I asked for a little bit of background there because I feel like depending on the scenario, maybe mm-hmm. your viewpoint on it might have shifted. Mm-hmm. So, like in that case, it's about soccer or whatever, something arbitrary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it ran a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. even if you agreed with me personally se- like, let's say you've always thought miriam i don't know i don't know like was sloppy or okay. something like something that goes at miriam's core value sure. or personality or core value something about her as a person
2: right mm-hmm.
0: and uh, you've thought it in the back of your head but not enough that it like affects your friendship person you don't see her as yeah. a bad person you're just like this is one of their maybe less than great qualities of course let's go with indecisive. okay that's my one of my few terrible qualities anyway so let's say miriam's super indecisive and i pick up on it Mm -hmm. right as the newbie and i say something you always wishy-washy like what's up with you like why don't you make a decision Mm -hmm. i think maybe then you wouldn't have felt so okay with me as the outsider calling your friend out would you
1: i'm i'm weird one i wouldn't feel so okay in the sense that I wouldn't want conflict. Like, I'm a person mm-hmm, that, like, mm-hmm. I don't want conflict. No so, I'm like, yo, like, just it. leave it alone. Because, yeah. like you said, it's something that I've probably noticed, but I've chosen not to not make to, it a yeah. point of conflict. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I let it go because I know it would be a point of mm-hmm. conflict, right? Because sometimes people don't want to be told about themselves, which right. I allow if it's not that big of a yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would not necessarily be on, like, Miriam's side because the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I might have an issue with the delivery. I might have an issue with, like, why are you saying anything, why is it your place to say anything? But
0: that's what I think in this case. That's um, where the friend would be like, "I'm well, always. Well, who are you? Like you're, you know, I don't really know you. Like see, who are me, you to talk?" I'm me always that? the <laughs> person
1: like, whenever there's some type of conflict, I always yeah. try to resolve it with like laughter and mm-hmm, joking. Mm-hmm. So I would try to make like in that specific example, which I know doesn't have to be specific. Yeah, I would try to find a way to laugh out of it, like ha ha, like it's true. You know what I mean? Yes. Like try to make it not yes. so tense filled. Yes. But when it is tension filled. You can't do anything but try well, to be exactly, like,
0: in the moment, yes, you would try and alleviate things, you would exactly. try and end the conversation, diffuse it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying behind closed doors, when your friend approaches you like, yo, who is that person and talks yeah. to me like that? I, I do think you would give them a little oh, bit of more I mean, cre- credence in that scenario oh, of as opposed to the first. Well the first it's like, this is an arbitrary matter. Like he kinda was right. Da-da-da-da. The yeah. second one is like you're kinda right. Like I don't know like I don't know that he really had is he has the place to say of that. Course. To you. You of know course, of course. I
1: mean you always when you talk to someone, you look at their perspective. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, talking about tact, you have to be tactful in the yeah. way you deal with it. Yeah. So, I might talk to my friend and be like, hey, listen, like, you know what? Like, you're right. You're more right than you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. But I'll also try to throw <laughs> in the like, you're kind of wrong a little bit there, too. But I think you, 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 you will you. be like,
0: oh, no, you're not indecisive. Of course not. Well, exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. You're not but, oh, uh, you
1: know. And if I talk to the other person, I'm going to do the same, like, yo, like, I mean, what you said is true, but, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe just don't say it like that or, you know, that person, you know, like, you just have to, you have to be diplomatic. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with being diplomatic sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's not being fake. It's being diplomatic because you're not lying to anyone. You're just being diplomatic so that they can actually talk to each other or like so that the conflict can be resolved because you can't just be like you're wrong and you're right. That's not going to yeah. resolve anything. Well,
0: I took you through that whole exercise to say that I do think there is an element of loyalty that creeps up more depending on a scenario. Like, I am objective by default, but there's some times where I do... Like, even in that same conversation with my mom yesterday, it ended with me being like, at the end of the day, you are my mom. So mm-hmm. I do tend to yield to what you're saying and I'm going to guide you accordingly. Like, I'm going to, like, as much as I will bring up objectivity and, mm-hmm. like, Things that from the other side and blah blah blah. At the end of the yeah. day, I'm like I'm gonna be like, okay, I, I I want you to be okay in this scenario. So let's see how we can help you. Like, of course,
1: I mean, I think that loyalty is loyalty is always going to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like objectivity is kind of like the first thing you want to go to, at least for me, because it's like objectivity is the more right approach, but. If push comes to shove, it's going to end up going on loyalty more yeah. times than not, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to be like, like, if you're my sister's friend and you fight with my sister, mm-hmm. but I like you and we're friends too, mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I'm not going to cut you off. Like, my sister is decided to cut you off. But, like, I mean, I'm obviously not going to choose you over my sister. Yeah. Like, in any, you know what I mean? So it's going to yeah. be like, oh, like, I'm really sorry, like. I like you and I think that my, I I can be like, yo, I think that my sister is a hundred percent wrong, but but it's my sister. sister, So I have to, I'm going to be loyal to her over you. And I feel like you should understand. I mean, you know, like there's also some lines of loyalty that people should respect Mm -hmm. and know that like, I do anyway. Like I know that like, yo, if you're more of that person's friend or like that's your sibling or your family, Mm -hmm. like I don't expect you to choose me over them. Like that would be crazy from, but people sometimes expect that, which is wow. But I don't expect you to choose me over someone else. Like I understand. Yeah. All I want is the respect of you just acknowledging a little bit that, like, you know what, you're actually right. But because of loyalty, I have to stick. To- like we're
0: that's so, all we so need. We're so alike, man. Because that's the all fact that you said, like, you still want that acknowledgement. That's why I'm too. Like, I just want you to realize, okay. But I understand. Like, yeah,
2: of so course. I mean, that's what always
0: happens. That's like,
1: you know, that's why I'm like. I'm always the peacemaker. Like, if two people are fighting, like, like I said, if my friend is having an argument with someone else or a conflict or a fight or something, I'm the person that's going to talk to the, the, the stranger, quote unquote, yeah. and be like, yo, listen, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, don't listen to him yeah. or her. Like, yeah, yeah, like, please, please, please. Like, just, I'm begging, I'm the person that's <laughs> oh, like, I'm begging you, please, just let it go. Just yeah, let yeah, it go. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I wish and then talk to my friend, like, yeah, yeah, no you're, you're right. Oh. So you two are right in your own way.
0: I wish Miriam had a moment right now to speak, but because she, I, I would love to hear her point of view. So maybe I'll pick her brain after re- the mm-hmm. recording. But like, because I, I, I am that friend too, who's always like trying to be the peacemaker, trying to get all perspectives Definitely. involved, all of that. And I I know sometimes she loves it, and sometimes she's like, "Hey, just agree with me." And yeah. going to going to actually, Noah and are my two friends. Are like, can you not always be the peacemaker? <laughs> like, yeah. I just want you to agree with me for yeah. once. But um, I, I just think it, some people are just built like that. And I and because that's how I'm built for others, I I don't expect blind loyalty for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with you calling me on my shit. Like, if mm-hmm. you think I'm maybe in the wrong or I need to clean up how I said this or that, like. There,
1: tell me yeah and, we'll and i will say that. i will say the one thing and I, I agree with that in general um but the one thing is there is also a time and a place right mm-hmm. i think we kind of alluded yeah. to but we haven't yeah. said it specifically yeah but it's also a time and place where you can just be completely objective right versus right. being right. loyal right so right. like we kind of you know the example of there's a fight there's a physical altercation mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's not the time not to the time be objective, completely yeah. objective like <laughs> you need to make sure i'm good first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like um you watch snowfall you don't watch snowfall no. loser no. I I
0: know. We actually we've talked about the scene that you're about to bring up, right? Yeah, but then was like you should have told me in private, type of thing. Like, oh, he did. That's what
1: he did. Actually, so what he did was his best friend was being crazy. Like his best friend was about to get in a fight mm. but his best friend was basically wrong he yeah. defended his best friend in the moment and then after the fact he literally yeah. told his yeah. best friend like yo like don't ever do that you're completely wrong like don't do that like, again and people like you know of course appreciate it because it's like you you're showing your loyalty by the same time you're being objective because yeah. if you're wrong you're wrong yeah and i think that I, you know if i'm gonna be let me be a little transparent i think sometimes i'm a little too objective uh-huh. in the moments. like i'm definitely the person that like. Maybe I should be more loyal in that moment, but I'm going to be objective because that's just my default. Right. So I'm going to be more objective, and after the fact, I'm like, oh damn, like maybe I should depict your side. Uh, and a I will more. say, I
0: don't think I find myself in, in scenarios often where I am diffusing conflict in the moment. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I don't really have to weigh it as much in the moment. You know what I mean? It's usually, yeah. that like we're talking through an issue. I may be talking to one on one time, one in one side, and then mm-hmm. another on another. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Typically, there is a place for objectivity in those types of conversations. Mm. But yeah, like, to keep using our favorite word of the episode, tact. like, there is tact involved. Um, Yeah, there is tact involved with knowing how to, like, toe that line. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm completely agreeing with you. Yeah, I'm completely seeing your, your perspective, blah, blah, blah. But did you consider this? Of course. Trying to, like, toe that line and not... Being too heavy on the, I agree, I agree, I agree, or mm-hmm. the, I disagree, I disagree, look at the other side. Like, of course, yeah. Finding the best way to balance the two. Mm-hmm. It's
1: yeah. a, it's an art, and yeah. it takes takes practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, good good conversation. Right. Do we have any shout-outs?
2: Oh, shout-out time. Mm-hmm. Shout-out
0: and time. On the top of the pod, we, we mentioned our listeners. I want to shout-out a particular listener. Okay. Miss um, Aisha Lara. Mm -hmm. you know who you are you're Mm -hmm. one of our most loyal out there speaking of loyalty and Mm -hmm. i love to see it so i wanted to shout her out i just feel like she deserves it so here we go yeah
1: shout out thank you for listening always and giving us feedback and all that stuff um i just have one shout out i'm gonna shout out young thug and gunna i don't know if you saw (laughs) but they were um they took they it, it took the responsibility of paying the bail uh-huh. for a lot of people that were locked up
2: uh-huh.
1: um, for nonviolent crimes, uh-huh. which is important to add to it uh-huh. um I just thought it was a good it was yeah. a good gesture it was yeah. one of those things that you don't think about but like if you are locked up for anything and you don't have money mm-hmm. like it's it's not that easy. Like, it's one of the, like, the worst thing that can happen to mm-hmm. you, honestly, is to be involved in the justice system yeah. from that end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, I pray to never be involved in it, Amen. like, ever, because mm. it's, it's very scary. Mm. Like, the stuff that you have to see or go through and just the risk, right? Like, there's just nothing is right. So, shout out to them for alleviating some people's pains and some families' pains. However short a period it is, like, it helps. And, you know, like, like I said, it's nonviolent crime. So, mm-hmm. it's stuff that, whole time they might even let them go they might be like you know what we don't want to press charges anymore but if you've been in jail for like a month or a week like you can't erase it no matter if they tell you oh you're innocent like yo i still went through that Mm. you know what i mean yeah so sometimes we don't appreciate that process so shout out to them because they could be doing anything anything
0: with that money so yeah yeah
1: yeah i agree all right yeah shout out to the listeners thank you for listening to another Mm -hmm. episode we will be back very soon, mm-hmm. shortly, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, enjoy your week, guys. Bye.